It's RYOBI days at the Home Depot. Buy a RYOBI OnePlus 2-pack battery starter kit for just 99 bucks and get one of over 20 select RYOBI OnePlus tools up to an $84 value, free. The OnePlus system also fits over 125 other RYOBI tools. So now, going cordless is almost endless. Buy the battery kit, get a free tool. RYOBI days now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid through June 19th, limit one per customer while supplies last. See store for details. You'll do it right to get your hands on tools you can count on and at lower prices. Lowe's does it right, too, with savings during Craftsman Days. Hurry in and take advantage of great deals like a Craftsman 20-volt Max 4-Tool Combo Kit featuring a drill, impact driver, reciprocating saw, and task light for just $149. And pick up a 17-inch gas string trimmer for only $129. Whatever projects are on your list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 6-5 U.S. only. When they write my story, they're gonna say that I did it for the glory. But don't think that I did it for the fame, yeah. I did it for the love of the game, yeah. And this is my chance I'm taking. All them old records I'm breaking. All your people watching on the TV. You go ahead and put your bets on me. Well, hello everyone. I am Billy Dees, and this is the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth podcast. My co-host, as always, is DJ Sugar Shane. How are you doing tonight, Shane? Doing fantastic. How about yourself? I'm doing a lot better. Man, I am actually having a great night tonight. Bad uh, end of the week. I had food poisoning last week. Oh, yeah, I remember you telling me that shit, man. God. Oh, man, I, I, it was really bad Friday and a good part of Saturday. I was in bad shape. Anyway, things are much better now. And just to let everyone know, we are live here on the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth podcast, Mondays at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then we do another live show at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can follow us on Twitter at Sweet Truth Radio. Now, the link to our website and the link to our Spreaker account is right in that account. And uh, you can check out our past episodes, of course, anytime you want. If you have the Spreaker app, you can live chat with Sugar Shane while we are on the air. Or uh, you can live tweet with us, of course, at any time. And once again, that's at Sweet Truth Radio on Twitter. Right. Yes, indeed. Now, you have an announcement. Yeah, I'd like to uh, congratulate Tony the Tiger and his girlfriend. They had a, let me make sure I got this right. Uh, his name is Keaton. That is his name. I got a, uh, my brother has a friend he works with down in Georgia. His name's Keaton. Uh, smart guy, too. Uh, seven pounds, six ounces, and he's 20 and a half inches long. Uh, he sent me a picture of him. Naturally, you can't see that. We're on radio. 
but uh, <laughs> looks like a nice, healthy boy. He said he's listening to the podcast tonight. So uh, Really? Yeah, I told him. I said, hell yeah. I said, bring that boy up right. So stick your phone <laughs> down there next to his ears so he can get our pearls of wisdom that we dropped down to him. Pearls of wisdom, <laughs> indeed. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure he's getting off to a good starter or not. I know. I, I'm not either. <laughs> mediocre at best mediocre obviously congratulations to him and his whole family uh great and and fun moment in life uh when something like that happens so that's absolutely wonderful yeah i can't wait for him to sit down uh i know he's not gonna be at the show tomorrow night and i don't blame him take a kid first man spend some time with him he's he's gonna enjoy every moment of it and uh, probably be back the next Tuesday, and I want him to sit down and just tell us all about his experience and how it oh, felt to become a dad. Sure. Uh, it, I know for me it was an awesome experience, and I can understand where they come from because I couldn't uh, – he said thanks, Billy. And uh, oh. I can understand what they say when a woman becomes a mother when she conceives and she's carrying the baby and a dad's after the boy's born because I couldn't really relate because I wasn't carrying the child naturally. And uh quite glad I wasn't. But when the baby was born, and uh, when Huck, my first son, reached up and grabbed my finger, I was sold. That was it right there. I knew I, I could nah. that was That's when I became a dad, was in that moment. Then I really grasped and understood what was going on. But uh, it has its ups and downs. I won't lie right. about that. But uh, overall, no, nah, I wouldn't change nothing about my kids. Oh, sure. Good God damn, them neighbors up top are loud as shit when they want to stomp on the floor. Hell, I mean, hell, I don't know what the hell they walk with. It must be damn combat boots. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, it's like they're walking up and down the damn floor. Bam, bam, bam. I'm like, motherfucker. But uh, I do want to tell a story real quick before we get into Yo, go right ahead. Your right title ahead. kind of sparked it. I won't name names, but we had a fellow at work. I made a statement about that's just sorry as hell or something like that or something was sorry. All right. And they made the statement, oh, it was apologetic. Like you couldn't use that word in that particular phrase. And he saw telling me that that wouldn't really, you know, that's what he said. He'd never heard it used that way. Like, you know, he didn't think that it was like the proper way to use the word was how he was coming off. Okay. Well, say, say that again. I'm missing something there. I said something was sorry. You said something with sorry. No, okay. Yeah, I said something was sorry. Like, like was I, sorry. I was speaking of something. Okay. And he said that that wasn't a correct way to use it. And he wanted to come off like it wasn't proper English or whatever. And I'm sitting there like, man, dude. And, and, and this is a college kid. God bless his soul. But everybody that goes to college and gets graduated doesn't mean they're smarter than everybody else in the damn world. Sometimes you got to listen because somebody might know a little something more. Right, so, right. So the more I thought about it, I said, oh, hell, I got to do this shit. So I got out of the car and I looked up the word sorry on thesaurus. I <laughs> scrolled down to about the seventh one and it said where the word means pathetic or useless, worthless, pretty much. So I copied and pasted it and I put it on his Facebook and just left him a message there on his Facebook wall. You know, if you're going to, you know, every now and then some people might know a little more and you might want to just take a little bit of advice. That's just my point of view. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure you've told it the tiger knows who it is, but, uh, it is nothing against the chap, dude. I got nothing against the dude, but I can't stand a know-it-all. If I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, I'll tell you, I don't know. Somebody comes at me with something, I'll be like, you have to let, you know, inform me on it or let me study on it. Cause I don't know shit about it. 
But if I know what I'm talking about, I'll go battling your ass to the last breath. If I know and I'm for certain know what I'm talking about. That's just how I am. I'm stubborn when it comes to that. But um, that's all I really wanted to say. That was a story I had. And again, congratulations to Tony the Tiger. And uh, enjoy your time off. He don't go back to work, I think he said, to the 15th. So oh, cool, so, cool. Yeah, so he got some little leave for himself. Yeah, I had that too when I had my first one. Uh, when Huck was born, I stayed at home. I think I was out the whole entire week before I went back to work. Hmm. Cool. Well, that is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, we want to uh, obviously hear the whole story when oh, he's yeah. ready to. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. A um, couple of things to talk about here today and, and our theme. Do you remember, uh, are you an oldies person? Are you good with oldies? Music? Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm not too bad. I grew up listening to them. My my aunt used to listen to the oldies station when we'd be going anywhere in the car. Okay, do you, do you remember Connie Francis? Yeah. Okay. And what was one of her hits? Oh Lord. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, who's sorry now? Yeah. Yeah. Who's sorry now? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're going to talk about today. Who's sorry now? We got we got we got quite a distinguished list. Yeah, I can't wait to hear this one. And you know, <clears throat> this is starting to become more and more commonplace. Did you ever know? Did you ever notice that now? We have these apology tours. Oh yeah. I'm so sorry I said that word and all that. You know that whole this whole thing. And I, I'm not sure how much of it. I think Jimmy Swagger started that. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. <laughs> you know, I'm not sure um, who started this uh, in terms of or, or where it's going. I mean, because there's some of it. I, I I get it that we're becoming a more sensitive society, and you know we shouldn't offend people and all this. But then there's this other part of me that you know, is it really necessary to be apologizing all the damn time? I, I don't. Um, I'm not sure where I stand with this. But I mean, I'll if start. What, if you mean what you say and you say what you mean, you shouldn't have to apologize. Right. You only apologize when you don't mean what you say. Yeah. I mean, it, it might be bad that it hurts somebody's feelings, but it is what it is. Yeah. It's better they know than you have to put on a facade. Yeah. You know, it's tough, man. God. Well, the one thing I would like to point out to. <laughs> All, all of our liberal friends who constantly, you know, worry about every T being crossed and every I being dotted and on and on down the line. We have to say precisely the proper term for every group in our society or we have to apologize. <laughs> I'm sorry I said that word. <laughs> and, and we have to go. Down, we have to go down this whole road. You know, let, let me tell you something. You know, I've been around a little while. I'm kind of an old bastard, you know, and I have my faults just like anybody else. All right, and I, you know, I've known a lot of people over the years, and it's just like with men who are predators, those really bad guys. Yeah. Um, they are typically 
not the loudest mouth in the room. They are typically not the person who is offensive. That's why I tell you to worry about the quiet guy. Yeah, the, the guys who are going to slip something in your drink are the guys you never would expect. They are not the guys standing on the bar stool overlooking the dance floor saying, hey, baby, shake that ass. That's yeah. not them. Yeah. Okay. That is not That'd them. That'd be me. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and, you know, the, uh, and I could go on with, on, on with this about the people who are going to ultimately rip you off or the people who are racist or the people who are homophobic. They are typically the people, the, the people that are going to do the most harm to you are the people that are going to smile at your face and tell you exactly what you want to hear and go about their business and stab you right in the back. Yeah, that's the ones I can't stand. I don't. I look out for them the, kind of people. The person that may be just a little bit offensive, the person who has some rough edges, the person who is honest about who they are, as, as, as much as an affront that, as that may be to your sensibilities, that, that's the very person who might very well give you the shirt off their back when you need it. Yeah. So I'm not always oh, up I've and known, I've known people like that, that they were very fr- frank, very abrupt, tell you like it is. At times you'd want to kick their ass. But it, like you said, if you ever needed somebody, you could, you could count on them. Absolutely. So I just want to make that point before we delve into all this, because we're, we're going to discuss a couple of situations that happened here recently with a number of different people. And we'll try to, uh, you know, ascertain. I'll bounce some of these things off of Shane to get his opinion about how bad these things really were. Okay. Let's start with Jimmy Kimmel. All right. Jimmy Kimmel is the latest person who's sorry now. <laughs> Okay. Uh, now, this started uh, about last week. I'm not exactly sure what day it was. But they ran a tape of Melania Trump, the first lady, uh, reading to the some kind of a story about the Easter egg and all that stuff for these kids, you know, at the White House. And, of course, she has a heavy accent. Hmm. And uh, he he ran a tape on his on his show, and then as the tape was winding up, he imitated her with that accent. Okay. Mm. Now a lot of people did not like the idea that he might have been mocking her accent. And Sean Hannity from Fox News kind of jumped on this. And, you know, I said how terrible it was that he was, uh, you know, making fun of the first lady and all this other stuff. And uh, he kind of actually fired back pretty abruptly. Hmm. Uh, And he said something to the effect of if you're so concerned about respect for the first lady, I'm kind of paraphrasing this, but he said, why don't you get riled up over the fact that her husband was screwing a porn star while she was pregnant with your child? Yeah. Now, that's a fair point, but let's go back to this a little bit. Now, let's dissect the first part of this. I don't necessarily, and I want to throw this back to you. I don't necessarily have an issue with someone being imitated 
it, it depends on the context, of course. But just someone being imitated like, like an impressionist would do. And uh, somebody doing some jokes or doing a routine. Um, and I don't necessarily feel that that's disrespectful. Um, on the other hand, you got to be careful when you're just making a little quip about someone's accent, uh, especially when they're they're trying to speak English and that English is not their native language. Right. So in, in this politically correct world, I would say this. A lot of people gave Jimmy Kimmel a pass on this because it happened to be Mrs. Trump. Right. But my point would be it's either okay to mock someone with an accent who is an immigrant or it isn't. It either is or it isn't. Right. Now, let's suppose that President Trump mocked an individual that was in our government who, who was an immigrant and mocked their Spanish accent. Oh, it'd be mm -hmm. all over the damn news, man. Mocked their Hispanic accent. Man, it'd be all over CNN. You could bank on that shit. It, it, yeah, and, and that's my point. If it's if it's wrong to do that, then it's wrong to do it all the time. It doesn't matter if it's somebody that you feel is privileged or somebody that you don't like. A oh, given act, a given action is either wrong or it isn't. So, in this politically correct world, I know Jimmy Kimmel would have been all over President Trump if he made fun of somebody's Hispanic accent. Oh, everybody would have been. Okay, he'd have been all over him. Okay, so. He's getting a little blowback. He's getting a little bit a taste of his own medicine now. And even though I don't think in either case, you know, providing you're doing it in the proper context, I don't I don't believe in either case it's necessary. It's disrespectful. But as long as we're going to say one case is, then we have to say both cases are. Yeah. Now, what's your take on that? Oh, I agree. One hundred percent. I don't think he should have done the accent. Uh, where he was trying to make fun of her trying to speak English. Because first of all, her dog's not in this hunt anyway. I think she should be off guard as far as uh, joke-wise. I would never tell a joke about her. Right. Because, because she's not involved in all this bullshit. No, and she, she just, didn't ask for it. And she didn't ask for it. She just happens to be married to the ass. That's it. Yeah. She can't help that. I mean, she probably could if she wanted to get a divorce, but I'm just saying she can't help that she's in the position she's in now. Her husband decided to run for president. Bam, he's there. Yeah. So I don't see why he had to make fun of her. But you're right. If they're going to make fun, and he's going to, and if Donald Trump decides to do it, they shouldn't throw a damn bunch of shit on him if they're going to do the same damn thing. Exactly. And, and that's something. And here again, if, if you're new to this program, I'm, I'm neither liberal nor conservative. But, but I got to say, they both have consistent faults. And one of the consistent Definitely. faults that, that liberals have is they have one set of rules for people that they like and another set of rules for people that they don't. Yeah. And, you know, it's OK to mock someone as long as they're a conservative, as long as they're a Christian. It's OK yeah. to mock them. Yeah. OK. Um, and they're all about free speech as long as they agree with whatever it is that you're saying. Otherwise, you're a hater. And conservatives have their own little thing. But this is this this is pertains to this conversation because these are the people that were upset about this. Now, it goes on from here because they continued this little feud. Sean Hannity did and Jimmy Kimmel. And uh, Kimmel got into it a little deeper because he made these. 
I, I don't know, a, a very uh, suggestive statement, I would say, uh, in regard to uh, Sean Hannity's constant defense of President Trump. He said something to the effect of, don't worry, just keep tweeting. You'll get back on top, or does Trump prefer you on the bottom? Yeah. Is what, is what he said to Sean Hannity. Now, a lot of people took this as, well, he's insinuating that he might be homosexual to insult him. So, therefore, he's saying that there's something wrong with homosexuality, which means he's homophobic. Right. Okay. So, he, he went down that road. Okay, so I, don't think he, I don't think he was suggested homosexual. I think he just suggested they was begging one another as a joke. I don't, oh, of course. I, I, don't, I don't think. But, he, his, but, but people, th- when people heard that, because it was it was meant as a slam. I think they read that, too which, much into I mean, it. Oh, what's that? <laughs> I think they read too much into that shit. You're right. Well, well, the point is, is that you know some people took it as well. What would be wrong with that? You know, yeah. what's wrong with having gay sex? Okay, so it just started to spiral out of control, and eventually, uh, Kimmel offered up a, a, a thing that uh, uh, I most certainly did not intend to upset you know, uh, the gay community. He said in regard to that statement, and uh, and then he said uh, in re- in regard to the accent, he believed that it was a harmless aside, referencing the first lady's accent. And, um, you know, so on from there. And then he, uh, uh, you know, kind of ended it with one more small, very subtle dig when he said that at Sean Hannity, when he said, I'm hopeful that Sean Hannity will learn from this, too, and continue his newly found advocacy for women, immigrants and first ladies. (laughs) (laughs) He will triumph in his heroic battle against sexual harassment and perversion. So, um, but anyway, that's, uh, uh, that was the Jimmy Kimmel saga. Yeah. I, I think it was, I think some people read too much into some shit though. I mean, a joke's a joke and it ends there. It doesn't mean it. It doesn't have to have a whole fucking story wrapped around it. I, I, you know, I totally agree with you about that. I totally, totally agree with you. Okay. But the fact of the matter is, 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 is the left is eating itself. Oh, These yeah. are the people that have, you know, that have pinned other people um, in, into a corner uh, with these misplaced syllables and misplaced pronouns and, you know, all this other stuff. And uh, uh, he got kind of caught up in that. And he's perpetuated a lot of it. That's why I don't feel bad for him, because he's been right on, on, on Trump's every syllable that he said that could possibly offend anyone. He talks about it every night. So now he's 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 got caught up in some of his own BS, and that's just my take on that. You know, you live by the sword, you die by the sword. Right. And and it, it's getting to the point now where you can't say anything. Okay, everybody is so hypersensitive. You can't say anything without potentially offending someone and having to apologize for it. So Man, that's a wonder I'm alive. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Because I don't even think, well, whenever shit flies out of my mouth, I just let it fucking go. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. every now and then I might think before I say something, but sometimes I don't. And yeah. Just, and uh, I've had asked me the other day at work, so we ain't never seen you mad. I said, yeah, and you probably don't want to either. Because when I get mad, I, I mean, I'll just say whatever the hell I feel like saying. 
And I'd be done fired, and guess I wonder I ain't fired and dead. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, go ahead. What's your? Uh, you say you got another example? Oh yeah, here. Oh yeah, yeah. We're just getting warmed up here. We're just getting. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg. Oh God. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I made a mistake. <gasps> I started Facebook, I run it, and I'm responsible for what happened there. Of course no he, shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he now realizes that the company... He now realizes that the company started... Goal, the goal of connecting people had, had been short-sighted. It wasn't just enough to connect people. We have to make sure those connections are positive. And he goes on this down this whole thing of BS. And here, yeah. here's the that's the key. That's it. There BS. You know, I I, I noticed a couple of people commented online. That, you know, what's different about what what Facebook is doing as opposed to you know stores tracking your your buying habits with the reason that the stores want to give you discount cards. You know that you belong to the quote-unquote club or you you, you belong it's so they can it's not so much that they want to give you 10 or 15 percent off i mean there's a uh there's an argument to the fact that if you have a choice between two stores and you have a membership card to one store that you're going to get a cheaper price that you might go to that store more often okay i mean that part of it is true but a lot of people don't realize what they really want is your is your buying habits right okay and we could go on down the line, you know, search engines monitor what you search for and, you know, the, the websites that you go to to buy things and and on down the line. And what's so different about Facebook? Um, well, th- that's a good argument. Um, a lot of people who defend Facebook make that point, and I do believe it's valid. However, this is a big however. Okay. Um, I'm not so sure that your local drugstore that's giving you that discount card is listening to your phone conversations. I'm not so sure that that discount store is mining your contacts, is getting into um, where you're at. Right. Okay. And that's where I have a problem. Uh, You know, I understand that when you use a product, and I've said this before, anytime you use a product and you're not paying for it, you are the product. So I I understand that when you're playing the game, when you're on Facebook and you are, you know, showing your tendencies to follow this kind of news or buy this kind of product or whatever, that that's part of the game that you agree to when you – when you come to the table and say, I want to play. Okay, and, I, and I, 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 I guess I'm okay with that. What I'm not okay with is once I click log out, the game is over. Right. Okay, you don't need to know what I'm talking about. You don't need to know wh- what friends I have in my phone directory, what contacts I have. You don't need to know where I'm driving to. Yeah. Okay, that's all BS. Okay, and uh, it, it recently came out that they were trying to help some, uh, or, or they were trying to come up with an idea to share data about hospital records to help uh-huh. hospitals better, 
guide traffic in and out of their hospitals. And they really backed off of that. They said, well, that was just in developmental stage. We're not sure, we're not sure we determined whether or not that was, you know, a good thing to do. Well, you know what? That's what, that's all they do. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's really, I, I, I've said this before. I would like Facebook a lot more if they were just upfront about how the data was being used and limited it to the activity that you, that you do when you're on Facebook and uh, leave it go at that. Not listen uh, to your shit. Yeah, I and th- they're heading down a road where there is, you know, uh, Steve Wozniak uh, said he's had enough. Hmm. And uh, uh, the chairman of Apple, the current chairman of Apple, he, he was uh, very critical of Facebook in this whole thing. Um, so um, I, I, uh, I kind of wonder that if too many more missteps from Facebook and there might very well be a, an exodus. Um, so too many people are loyal to it because they're, they're used to it. It's part of their daily routine to get on Facebook and, you know, check out oh, this, yeah. this thing. Uh, I It would take something I, major for a lot of people to quit their Facebook. If I wasn't involved in content marketing, I, I'm not so sure I'd be involved in it at if all. I, oh, if I wasn't in there trying to get into media, I wouldn't have one right now. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Um. I, I really uh, the, the 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 whole organization has given me the creeps from day one. Then hmm. and, and there were rumors about them making jokes about. Can you believe those people trust us with their information? Those rumors were around for years. This is nothing, nothing new. Oh, I'm sure it's been around for years. The reason why it's making waves now is they got so many damn subscribers now. Yeah, and 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 there, the, what's happening now is because they have so many subscribers, and because there's so many people now getting out their hands on that data, is they are influencing major events now. It's not just a matter of being profitable, but this whole idea that you know they were manipulated during the last election, and it could be again, and um, you know, a lot of people are just starting to say, you know, maybe this 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 company has been given a pass. For way too long. Right. I think it is. Uh, I think they've got to either. I think I think it should be against the law what they're doing. In my opinion. I know the Internet has a different law system than the rest of the world does because everything's yep. different. But uh, they really got to crack down on some of that shit. I'm not saying that the Internet should be censored. That's not what I'm talking about. No. But they've got to stop shit like that where they can get your information. Well, you know, the uh, the other thing I don't like is um, I, I can understand lewd material or violent material being taken off Facebook. I mean, I think I'm pretty sure we can all agree we won't well, want yeah. that. OK, um, but what I seem to have a problem with is, is as much crap as they've done. OK, um, it, it seems very consistent that conservative commentators or people who are pro-Trump, are constantly getting suspended. Mm. And uh, here again, I'm not a pro-Trump person at all. Okay, I, 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 as it stands right now, there isn't one person in, in the forefront of our government that I really like. There's me not either. one. Nah, me neither. And, and so I'm not, I'm not so cynical that I can't say one can't appear, but as it stands right now, there's just none that grab me. 
Okay. Now, with that being said, um, I, I, I just I have a problem with censorship, and if 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 the rule is that by participating in the in these in these platforms, your you know your behavior is going to be monitored and all this other stuff. Then it should be a level playing field. The, the information that's coming to you shouldn't be skewed towards one point of view or another. And when you're when you're closing down uh, conservative voices, and I'm hardly a, a staunch conservative. That's that's not my point of view at all. Um, it's it seems like that's very unfair because the people who want to hear those people are the data you're using. So. If if you're going to treat your users that way, then that's all the more reason to dump it. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, so. But anyway, I, I think I think if it continues down this path, we'll probably see a lot of people dump it. Yeah. To where it hurts the company. Yeah, I mean, there's been a couple of notable ones. Elon Musk. Um, I'm pretty sure about that one. Uh, I'm pretty sure Steve Wozniak today. So I mean, these these are some really, really, really big heavy hitters. So. Right. Uh, Anyway, got one more for you. All right. Guess who this is? Who's sorry now? Uh, I'm trying to think. Go ahead. Tony Robbins. Oh, what he's sorry about? Sorry, I'm so sorry. I said that about the Me Too movement. I'm so sorry. Uh, motivational speaker and business strategist. Oh my. What a what a dashing man. Tony Robbins publicly apologized on Sunday after suggesting during a March 15th event that women who are using the hashtag MeToo claim victimhood just to get significance. What is MeToo? That's the uh, uh, hashtag that you don't know what that is? Uh-uh. That is the hashtag that uh, women started using, uh, largely with the Harvey Weinstein scandal. Oh, that uh, you know that they have understand the plight of women and understand what they've been through. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, and uh, anyway, in a video posted, apparently uh, there was a a a number of people here who caught this. And it started to to get kind of big, and uh, there was a backlash on on social media, as you can imagine. Um, and I guess there's this one in particular, this one woman who uh, was was a survivor of sexual abuse, um, caught it, and uh, you know really ran with it, and right. uh, Tony Robbins ended up having to. Uh, uh, you know, uh, release a, a a back statement. So uh, he I says, think, here, "Here's where I stand on that. I think he should have chose his words wisely, and I think he said what he said. I think was the way he said it was wrong. Now, and if this pisses people off, so be it. Where I would have said, if I was going to make a statement and make a stand on it, would be that I'm not sure that everybody." that hashtags that really knows what it's like because yeah. we don't fucking know. It could be just some damn 
14-year-old kid living at a fucking billion-dollar estate. She might be hashtagging me, too. Well, you can't tell me that girl knows what the fuck, how to relate. Yeah. She might feel sorry for the people. Don't get me wrong. But she can't say she relates. So what I'm saying is, as I would have worded it differently, because I think some of them do do it just to be in the in crowd. Yeah. And I don't think it's just that. What I'm about to say, I don't mean to piss people off, but some people were in the Black Lives Matter. I think that was to be in the thing. I, yeah. Some of them. Not all of them. Oh, I'm, yeah. I, I'm, not yeah saying I all, I'm not saying all of them. But there was some of them that I'm yeah. sure were just doing it. Hey, man, I ain't got nothing fucking else better to do. Let's go down there to Black Lives Matter. I ain't have nothing else to fucking do. If yeah. you don't think that's the case, then you're living in a fucking weird world, brother. Yeah, yeah. there's no question that some of these movements that seem to have merit in the beginning and uh, seem fairly innocuous um, ha- have a tendency to take on a political edge as time goes on. As the people get more and more involved, they get more organized, they tend to steer a political agenda that sometimes have has nothing to do with what the movement was originally about. Right. And uh, I don't deny that that happens. But anyway. Um, you don't notice I, that's the damn new cool thing to do now yeah. is to be in a group and to do a damn uh, protest and let's do this and let's do that. I mean, that's the, I've never been I've never lived in a time period. Where there were so many fucking protests and so many fucking groups going up now. Oh, like, I know. Somebody's like protesting fad. all the time. It's yeah, it's fad. losing its effectiveness because it's happening all the time. Right. So anyway, uh, he said that I apologize for just suggesting anything other than my profound admiration for the Me Too movement. And let me clearly say I agree with the goals of the Me Too movement and its founding message of empowerment through empathy, which makes it a beautiful force for good. Oh, isn't that wonderful? Wasn't that eloquent? Well, I think I don't really think that he meant that that was a shitty organization. I think yeah, he probably. I, I, I would really I have it. to check out the video and hear how he said it and in, under how what context. Looked. Yeah, yeah. The, from what I understand, it was pretty brash, but I, 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 right. I haven't. You know, um So, but I mean, I think, but I think if he, I think in the, you know, anybody can say anything in the heat of the fucking moment. It don't make a goddamn who you are. Anybody can stumble over their own words. They can make a mistake and not put a certain word in with it and mess up. And I don't know that he, like I said, I don't know where he comes from in this, and I'd have to see it like you said. But I'm just saying he could have meant, like I said, that like some of them are doing that. And I do believe some are doing that. But I don't think all of them are doing that. But I, but I mean, you can't see the forest for the trees and realize some of these folks just doing it because I ain't got nothing better to do. Let's be in a fucking new group. I mean, that's yeah. it. Yeah, I, I, I get your point. Um, and he shouldn't have said it. I don't think. And if he was going to say it at all, he shouldn't have said it the way he said it. That's that's yeah. no doubt about that. He, I thought he would be smarter than to do something like that. Yeah, I, like I said, we would really have to dissect this, and uh, you know, to get a complete tape. Apparently, this was at one of his shows. So I don't know if it was shot at a, with a cell phone or what. And sometimes those can be incomplete too. In all fairness, uh, I'm not defending uh, uh, Tony Robbins. I'm just saying that a lot of times, even those cell phone videos can be very incomplete when you only catch, you know, sixty seconds of what somebody said, and they might have been talking about it for a half hour. Right. And during that 60 seconds, it seems horrible, but you're not catching the full drift of, of what they were trying to convey. Um, now, my guess is he did not talk that long about it. I'm not even sure how it came up at this event. Uh, but nonetheless, 
Tony Robbins is sorry now. Right. So anyway, um, I'll end with this one. Um, this really doesn't have anything to do with being an, an, uh, an apologist, uh, but I do, I do find this very funny. In Florida, a woman was stopped by the police, and she claims they found cocaine on her possession. <laughs> and her answer was, according to the police report, <sighs> she said it was a windy day. And it must have flown through the window and into my purse. <laughs> I read this one. That's funny as hell. Yeah. And, and and you know what that's called, don't you? What? That That's called blow. Blow, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally. That's what that is called. That is called blow. Man, I know a bunch yeah. of people who like to live in her neighborhood if the wind stirs cocaine up like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, but anyway, that is quite the story. Yeah, that's uh, that's like that one we had the other week where that guy was in there and he was wanting to know what his alibi was. And he told him he had been having sex with his wife and he told the cop, I, I can prove it. Smell my fingers. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. The uh, uh, Sugar Shane, he's, you have cookies blow into your jacket every once in a while. Oh, they just yeah. show up there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. I always got cookies. I hope to have yeah, some this Tuesday. Have this this Tuesday. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, so anyway, that's uh, th- that was a good story. Um, and you know, I don't necessarily, you know, these. <laughs> it's just funny. That's all. I, I, I don't. And actually, you know, I'm I'm more inclined to give somebody like her a break than some of these other people. I mean, she shouldn't have had drugs and all this other stuff, but. Uh, you know, these are people a lot of times that are just having a hard time in life. and uh, Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know what else to say about that other than, uh, I don't know. She was creative. Yes, yes, she was creative. And, and a lot of times when you're scared and you're nervous, I mean, that's you come up with the best thing you got. <laughs> Sometimes that's it. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, that's a, that's kind of my, uh, my take on things today. I know we got just a couple minutes. Uh, before we go, though. I do want to remind everyone that uh, on Tuesday nights you can catch out catch Sugar Shane and myself um, on SKO Radio. Now that's skoradio.com, or if you have the TuneIn app, that's SKO Radio Network. The Freak Show um, is on from seven until ten p.m., and we also have Tony the Tiger, Eagle Scout, and Jack Casey. So there's quite the the ensemble there, and uh, and once again that's Tuesday nights from seven until ten p.m. And also he and I will return, Sugar Shane and I will return for the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth podcast this coming Thursday. And again, we are live at eleven p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So be sure to check us out all those times. Yeah. And, and uh, do you have any shout-outs or anything that you want to uh, uh, wrap the show up with? Um. Oh, uh, Eagle, uh, Eagle Scout said a great show. Appreciate it. Oh, uh, I don't really have any shout outs. I do want to make mention since I've already told it uh, yesterday on the show that I did with Earl. I do want to make mention that Earl, Ben, and me and Pat were all did a show yesterday from six to eight. And it oh, yeah, I cut, out, cut a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, it actually turned out to be a pretty good show. Uh, 
I enjoyed it. And uh, I wanted to give a, uh, say that I was, do, I was talking about doing a piece where I write a story, like a serial each each week, just a little couple of two or three minutes or so. Uh-huh. And, and it's going to be done in the style of old time radio. Well, I said I was going to have it this Tuesday, but I'm not. I'm going to set out a plan where I can have it done each week in time because this is going to take a little bit of time each week because not only am I writing the show, I'm also voicing it and I'm doing sound effects underneath it. So it's like a real big process. So it's going to be good once we get it going, I believe. But I just got to make sure everything sounds good and goes together because I don't want to deliver shit. I want it right. to sound good. So, uh, But I have got everybody's stuff that they sent me and I am using it in the story. So... Uh, It'll be interesting. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, that should be good. And uh, hopefully, my voice my my voice is 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 almost back, but it's not quite a hundred percent. I got so weak. I feel like I'm getting a cold uh, from that food poisoning that I actually uh, I couldn't speak very well. My voice was very wow. weak over the weekend. Yeah, I mean, I was I was dehydrated. Oh my god, was I dehydrated? My my, I couldn't feel my lips or the end of my tongue that one morning. Oh man, I was miserable. Wow. So, yeah, I had it bad. I, I came this close to going to the hospital. Yeah, wow. it was that bad. Yeah. Wow. I feel like I'm trying to get a little bit of a head cold, but I'm going to fight through it. I'll still be there tomorrow. Don't worry about that. But uh, I might be a little nasally tomorrow night, but I'll be there. <laughs> You'll get the Alrighty nasally then. version of Sugar Shane. The nasally version of Sugar Shane. All right. Well, that's all I got. You ain't got nothing. I guess we'll sign off and be back <laughs> Thursday night, uh, unless you got something. I ain't got nothing, man. All right. Good show. Thanks to everybody that was listening. Um, we'll be back Thursday night at 11 o'clock. Peace out. You'll do it right to get your hands on tools you can count on and at lower prices. Lowe's does it right, too, with savings during Craftsman Days. Hurry in and take advantage of great deals like a Craftsman 20-volt Max 4-Tool Combo Kit featuring a drill, impact driver, reciprocating saw, and task light for just $149. And pick up a 17-inch gas string trimmer for only $129. Whatever projects are on your list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 6-5, U.S. only. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations.